You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw, and we are diving into today's topic, you have engagement, now what? So at the time of recording, there have been some big changes in the Facebook world. The reason that I'm starting off with this is that I want to talk about engagement today, but I really want to preface this with a bit of a story of how we have really changed up some of the things in our funnel. And our funnel has changed so many times, especially over the last six months, I would say. But there are some very specific pieces of the funnel that lead to after you get engagement, what do you do next? So let me start off by a bit of a story. And it's going to start right off at this place of Facebook making changes with iOS 14 coming out. As soon as Facebook started making some changes to their ad platform, We actually noticed it before the changes back when the election took place in October. But in addition to that, we've been preparing for this idea that iOS 14 is going to change the way that Facebook can make attribution to certain purchases and certain activities. The really quick summary here of what's happening with Facebook is that when it comes to this new update with iOS 14, people have the option to opt out of their data being shared with third-party applications. An example would be Facebook. Apple is going to prompt this on your phone and you're going to be able to opt out of this. It means that Facebook will not be able to track as many of those conversions and be able to tell you that, yes, this is working. So there's much more that impacts when it comes to advertising. Basically, since October, when we've looked at our funnel, there has been you know, some different things that we really realized that we did not have in place. When you look at engagement and where it sits, you can't really talk about engagement without talking about the value journey of your customer. We have been just loving Ryan Dice and Digital Marketer. We're members with Ryan Dice. His membership is something that you may not know about Bill and myself is that we are obsessed with learning marketing, the psychology of marketing, everything that is really geeking out and nerding out on marketing, like kind of embarrassing how much time we spend consuming marketing materials and talking to other people about marketing. It's really what we both geek out on. And for some people, that would probably be a big turn off to think about having these marketing conversations all day long, every day. But that, I guess, is the benefit of something we both really, really love. It has led us to discovering all these things that we actually implement 
mem- in our done for you authentic marketing membership behind the scenes. Like we're always studying marketing and what's working now. This whole idea that you need engagement, it actually starts before that. So I'm going to explain something called the customer value journey. And this is, as I mentioned, a Ryan Dice concept. So the first stage is awareness. Before you can get any engagement, people have to become aware of you. So they have to lay eyeballs on you in some way. A lot of people end up getting in front of people by putting maybe social media posts out there which would be organic traffic, or there's also paid traffic where you're actually paying to get in front of more people. Obviously, the more people that you can get in front of, the more people know about you and will hopefully eventually engage with you. So the first stage of the journey is what we call awareness. The next stage in the journey is engagement. So if you're getting engagement, that's awesome. Like self high five, really, really great. But if you're getting engagement, you don't want to just leave people off there on their own and not have that next step in place. The next step is subscribe. After somebody engages with you and where engagement could happen is on social media posts. It's great if you can drive them back to a website. There are ways that you can obviously track those movements with Facebook ads and things like that. But you want people to consume your content because the more that they know, like, and trust you and see you as an expert, the more prime they are to eventually buy from you. After someone engages with you, you really want to drive them to subscribe. And what subscribe means, it's sort of like in the online dating, I guess any dating, it doesn't have to be online dating. But in the dating world, after you have laid eyes somebody, you engage in a conversation. The next natural step is to ask for their phone number. In our modern day world of the internet, that is asking for an email address. And there are lots of ways that you can do this. Like when someone gets on your website, there can be an opt-in there where they can put in their email. Maybe you're just doing it from your social media page and in your post, you're including an opt-in for people to get something in exchange for their email. That is the next step. After awareness, you next want to get them to engage. You next want to get them to subscribe. After they have subscribed, really everything else happens outside of social media. It really happens in what we would sort of call the plumbing of your email and how you build out your email automations. After you have somebody that subscribes, you then want to try to convert them. And this is where the tiny offer comes in. This is usually an offer somewhere between $7 to $27. It's something that's like easy to pull out the credit card and it's your opportunity to really wow them and make sure that they see, they get a taste of what it's like to work with you. So maybe that is you have a tiny offer there. It could be one-on-one accountability session, or it could be something like a cheat sheet. It could be your best goal setting templates, like something in there really depends on your ideal customer and flushing that out to make sure it's something that they would want. The other option to convert them is to get them to commit to time. So that could be your one-on-one consultation with them. I don't like the word consultation, but 
I think you guys get what I mean by that. It's some sort of conversion of time where they're going to get on a phone call with you and they're going to go through something with you. After you get them to convert, either spend that money or book that appointment, you need to excite them. This can be done in a couple different ways, but they need to be like socks blown off, super pumped. Like if uh, now that I've seen what Ashley Shaw is about, I cannot wait to take the next step in this relationship I have with her. Convert in a way is sort of like that first date. It's like you have to impress them there. Otherwise, they are not going to spend a single dollar with you moving forward. You really want to make sure that you excite them. This is where like your date goes off without a hitch. It's so perfect. You do everything right. And then you want to present them with that core offer. Once you do that, before you make any other additional offers, you need to keep exciting them first, then moving them up to various products up your ladder. You then want to make them an advocate. So this is where you need to have it possibly built into your systems that you get testimonials from the people that love you, right? Because those are gold when it comes to convincing other people that they should work with you. And then from there, the last stage is promote. You want people that are actually going out and singing your praises and promoting to other people. In a nutshell, I have just explained the stages and the direction that you actually need to go after you get engagement. And as you can see, like this is the thing that I think it's just not explained to network marketers or people in social selling what the heck you do. I think there's a lot of people that get confused here. They're like, oh, I just need engagement. And then all the dollars will start flowing in. Rain on me dollars. And that just doesn't happen like that. I wish it did. I wish it was just as simple as that. But if you look at any relationship, that's just not how relationships work. After you get that first bit of engagement, you get that first conversation. It doesn't mean that you should start naming your children together, right? There's a natural process of what the buying cycle looks like. And after you get engagement, you want them to subscribe, then you want them to convert, then you want to excite them, then you want to ascend them, advocate, promote. In looking at this customer value journey, tying this back into the story I started off with in the beginning, when we first started out in our business, you know, we were probably doing a decent job of engaging people. I was doing a ton of getting on calls and teaching and doing all that sort of stuff. So I was doing a ton of engaging and getting people to download some free posts and then really trying to convert them by getting them to show up for some training, really getting them excited, like teaching them something totally new that they had never heard before that really simplified all the marketing algorithm overwhelm and got them in that first core offer. But what can happen over time is that either one, maybe your model is like you want to move more towards automation. Now, this is the thing that is interesting for social sellers, network marketers, coaches, whatever niche you might be in. There's only a certain amount of your time that you have. So when you get to a certain point and you're starting to run low on time, you need to start automating some of this stuff. And that's what I realized in my business. There was only so many training calls I could get on and only so many 
many times I could present in a week because I love it, but I'm absolutely drained at the end of it. I couldn't do it seven days a week. So I started to have to really think about how could I get these stages a little more automated? And that is where we started to really add in the fuel to the fire with Facebook ads to make more people aware of us so that they would engage with us, they could subscribe to the posts, and then we would be able to provide an email series where we could help convert them, excite them, and get them on a product that was really going to help them. That version of customer value journey looked very different six months ago to even where we are now, where we are focusing so much more in our email automations after somebody subscribes and even changing how we do subscribe because they usually say it takes about three months for your subscribe. And we would call that a freebie or a lead magnet for that to actually fatigue. You need to be able to change that out. And something I learned that was really cool about this lead magnet or freebie is that what you're trying to do is overcome. There's a couple of main objections people have from working with you. One of them is they don't trust you or your brand. And the other thing is that they don't believe in themselves. That subscribe or that lead magnet needs to knock those things off so that you remove those objections. And I thought that was just a really beautiful way to think about that subscribe stage. If we even look at this customer value journey now for us, because it's again really evolved, we have stopped advertising. We're waiting for the iOS 14 update, things to sort of stabilize a bit. Facebook is a crazy, crazy place right now. It's like the wild, wild west where ad costs are like just absolutely through the roof. I know a ton of people have just shut off their ads for now. We've taken that time and that extra resource and energy to really fix the plumbing in our business. We really wanted to go in and look at subscribe and think, okay, if someone's subscribing to us, how do we make sure that that indoctrination series, like those first emails that they're going to get, really help build that trust and likability and make sure that they get to know us and what we're all about and how we want to serve them and what value we can add. And in that first email, I think at the first email or second email, we've started including a lot of questions for our audience. Like, how can we help you? What challenges do you have? And the responses have been incredible. Like it provided so much insight on how we can better line up our trainings, our freebies, and how we can really help our audience. And that was one simple tweak that we made in our email. So sometimes when things fall apart in certain areas, it gives you that time back in other areas that you've been maybe putting off because things have been so busy and all your resources are going in one area. And it allows you to fix another area that can really be just as profitable or more profitable. You know, an example of this could be let's say your Facebook page got shut down like ours did about two or three months ago. And it was crazy. It was like due to something that was absolutely not a real thing at all. It it thought that someone was fraudulently logging into the account that Ashley Shaw was not really Ashley Shaw. And they shut down our Facebook page completely. You think about this from the standpoint as a business owner, it's like if all your eggs are in that basket, you're going to have to rebuild in other areas. And we're very fortunate. We have an email list and we have these other areas we market. It gave us an opportunity to really give love to other areas in the business that we might have been putting off. 
it's always an opportunity when those things happen. It may not always feel like that, but I love the saying, you know, the the challenge happens for you, not to you. And it's really true. It gives you an opportunity to focus in those other areas and really strengthen up your business so that you walk out of it and you know you're a little more i don't know if the word untouchable is the right word but you're a little stronger than you were before it happened if you're feeling that way that there's maybe a certain area in your business that you haven't been putting some love into and maybe you're noticing that your engagement is being impacted and you're really at a loss for like oh dang i'm not really sure what i should do here or how to really hone in and make this better you know looking at it as an opportunity of maybe there's something else going on here that i don't know about what other areas of my business can i pour my efforts in to really help strengthen up that area of the business Maybe it is your subscribe. Maybe if social media is not really driving the engagement that you want to gauge and you're still going to work on figuring that out, maybe it's an opportunity to work on that subscribe and that email list. Because I can definitely say for sure, having an email list over and over and over again has really helped balance out the amount of revenue coming in like so many times over, like it just pays for itself over and over and over again. So I would highly, highly encourage you if you do not have an email list set up or it's not something that you focus on, it really helps level out that playing field. If your Instagram account were to get shut down, if your Facebook account were to get shut down and guys, weird things happen with that stuff. Like you have no control over it, no matter how many times you go on chat and you try to explain, I am Ashley Shaw. I'm not the fake person out there that you think I am. It's really, really great to have that backup plan and really ironclad your business so that if something does happen, you're prepared for it and you've put the effort in to those other spots to make sure that you don't really feel those bumps in the road. There always are going to be bumps in the road, um, might I add, when it comes to business and as you're trying to navigate the waters as an entrepreneur. That's the part that can be so, so fun. But it is really a good practice to ensure that you are focusing on making your business strong from all angles. Like You don't just only do arm day. You have to spread it out to make your whole body strong. It's the exact same thing in a business. You want to focus on all areas of the business. The last thing that I will wrap up with is since we've made these changes in our business and looking at the customer value journey in strengthening up some of those areas that we had never focused on before, We have seen, actually, it's been incredible. We've seen a consistency in revenue. The revenue has been very consistent, but we've seen a huge improvement in our expenses because when you're advertising all the time and paying for all those advertising costs and people to manage all that stuff as well, that's a huge cost. Like You want to really make sure that the revenue is coming in from that and that it's balancing out. You're getting that ROI. And since we've held off on some of those advertising costs, because of the current climate, we've really been able to focus in on our email marketing and some other areas that needed that TLC. And we've actually seen a great impact in our profits. And you know, our business is much leaner and more profitable since we have made some of those changes. 
It's all good things, guys. All good things coming your way by focusing on these things. Keep doing what's working. Keep doing more and more of what's working and it will only continue to pay off for you. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Social Selling Simplified and we'll see you next time. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.